Hello and welcome to another episode of the Weird, Wacky and Wonderful Stories podcast with your hosts, Shelley and Bella. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 99 of the Weird, Wacky and Wonderful Stories podcast. Hi everybody. And excuse us again because this once again is another unedited version of the show. Best way to do it. It's saving me a heck of a lot of time but I said that last time so I'm not going to labour on it again. What we have coming up today uh, is really interesting but before we get on to that I just want to thank some of our listeners for donating coffees to us via our buy me a coffee link uh, that is in the show notes and on our website as well this helps us continue running the show and it is greatly greatly appreciated it all started off with steve morrison who bought us a coffee uh, and then as you heard last episode bella was complaining that um, she didn't get a coffee so shaz one of our faithful listeners she got involved and she bought a coffee for you bella so that awesome. was really cool. And then David Burnett got involved and he bought us another coffee each, which was really cool. And then John and Melinda Barnes got involved and they bought us another five coffees. So we actually got nine coffees, virtual coffees, out of that last episode, which 80% covered our costs of the last episode, which I am absolutely thrilled with. Cool. And no wonder you can't sleep at night. A lot of coffee. <laughs> it is a lot of coffee. But thank you very much, guys. Honestly, you don't know how much that means to us that we are getting that support back from you guys as well. It's a lonely job sometimes sat behind a microphone, but to know that you guys appreciate what we do is absolutely amazing and it's really appreciated. This obviously is episode 99, as you heard. Uh, next episode, episode 100, we've got something interesting coming up, something that we promise you we have never done before. There's lots of things we've, ne- we've never done before. There's not many things that you've never done before. Nice. And we're going to have guests as well. Guests doing the thing that we've never done before. Um, I'm going to have guests. We're, we're both going to have guests. Because I'm bump you off. for being so mean to me thank you very much so we are gonna have richard lenny and also ruth roper wild along to uh join us next episode so what i would say is if you've got any questions for either ruth or richard drop them in an email to us or via any one of our many social media channels uh, if you want to email us, it's mail at weirdwackywonderful.co.uk or, of course, you can go to our website where there is a section there where you can leave a voice message if you want. So uh, any questions for Ruth or Richard would be greatly appreciated. They will be on the show next time and we will ask them your questions for you live. Your face said it all then, Bella. What? Um... What? You... you, you uh, um... What? I'm just waiting for you to move on to our topic today okay, well, and all our that. Topic, our you know, I know how much you love to talk. It would be a pretty shit podcast, wouldn't it, if we just sat here in silence? 
well, know maybe go, for you and all them. But no, for me, silence is golden. <laughs> <laughs> well, this week's episode is on curses. Curses. Yeah. What, you mean like fuck, fucker, fuckwit, fuckstain, pisshead, pissant, pissflap, shit kicker, shit liquor, ew, bollocks, wanker, wankstain, wanker's cram, needle dick, bug fucker, asshole, ass hat, ass bandit, ass kisser, ass wipe, fart knocker, fart sniffer, twat, vulva vag, and the C word. What are you doing? Are you writing all this shit down? No, no, I'm just making a note that, uh, once again, this episode is going to carry an explicit rating. Good plan. So, no, I didn't mean that type of cursing, although I do have to say that, uh, thank you, by the way, for broadening my, my language. You oh, know, yeah. You, you've taught yeah. me a lot of things over the years. I think you taught me, but yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, right. You You said... Ages ago, that as British are polite, so we would never Actually, think of coming out true. with all of that. Well, it is true, but this is what I said. If you're going to quote me, you need to quote me right. What I said was, only the British could cuss you out and make it sound polite. Fuck you. See? <laughs> Do you remember one of the first ever sort of cussing tirades that I ever heard of? Was planes, trains, and automobiles? Remember that Steve Martin scene where he goes into the car rental place? Yeah. And uh, she, the woman says, "May I help you?" And he says, "You can start by wiping that fucking dumbass smile off your rosy fucking cheeks. Then you can give me a fucking automobile, a fucking Datsun, a fucking Toyota, a fucking Mustang, a fucking Buick, four fucking wheels and a seat." And I really don't care for the way your company left me in the middle of fucking nowhere with fucking keys to a fucking car that isn't fucking there. And I really didn't care to fucking walk across a fucking highway and across a fucking runway to get here and have you smile at my fucking face. I want a fucking car right fucking now. Fuck yeah. That was brilliant when we watched that as kids because we were like, <gasps> Really? Well, this is before they started doing two versions of it. You know where nowadays you get two versions and when you watch it on TV, it's, all of that's cut. Yeah, and also there was a nice little um, cussing trade on, um, what's it, what was that show, Vacation? Oh, yeah, yeah, Vacation. That's got to be one of my favourites, definitely. So anyway, back to the show. This is actually on curses, as in, you know, the curse of... Tutankhamun and all that sort of stuff, yeah? Mm -hmm. So I think that's actually a good place to start because, of course, the teams actually opened the tomb of Tutankhamun or uh, King Tut in February of 1923, and it was a British archaeological team that opened the tomb. And two months after the tomb was opened, the sponsor of the team actually died of a bacterial infection. But the British newspapers jumped on the fact that it was a curse that was, had been attributed to King Tut. And uh, the whole idea of the curse around these mummified remains um, found inside these Egyptian tombs was actually invented by Europeans and Americans to keep the um, 
local looters away. They were worried that, you know, when they left the dig at the end of the night, looters would come in and then steal all the stuff that they've been spending all of this time digging for. Well, um, words out now, guys. <laughs> exactly. So they actually invented the curse. Um, but, of course, when things actually did start happening, then the newspapers then jumped onto it. And, in fact, the, the curse got bigger and bigger. At one point, they even attributed the sinking of the Titanic to the opening of King Tut's... Uh, sorry, I was giving... I took a little bit longer there because I was waiting for you to finish your yawn. Well, you know, I'm tired. I can't <laughs> help it. I'm a sleepy woman. Okay. Hmm. So, what have you got? Well, I don't have that kind of curse. I've got some more curses from, well, the Irish, it seems. Ready? May you all go to hell and not have a drop of port to quench your eternal thirst. Not y'all. I'm not saying that to you guys. It's it's here, I promise. <laughs> yeah, this is this is quite a cool webpage, actually. This is from an Irish webpage. Um, and they list a load of Irish curses, and some of them are absolutely great. They, they really are. So um, that one that you just read there... Um, was it that one that you read there? Drop, drop yeah. of porter. Yeah. The porter is actually a word that they used to regard as hell. Mm. So when you read read that again, but substitute porter for hell. May you all go to hell and not have a drop of hell. What? That doesn't it's make sense. True. It's true. That's one of to the things. To quench your eternal thirst. That's you're gonna have. You're gonna go to hell and have a drop of hell. That doesn't make any sense. I know, but that's the too- leprechauns must have been drinking a little bit too much. Or maybe actually, what they're saying. I think they're talking uh, about. No. I think they're talking about alcohol. <laughs> yeah, they are actually. Yeah, because Yay, what they said me. is what they said there is that no porter is hell. And so yeah, actually, you right, silly person. Okay, right. Okay, I'll get I it. I bet you wish this I was wish I could not. Edit that out. I, that's what I was going to say. I <laughs> bet you wish this was going to be edited now. Shit. Okay, ready. May the devil cut the. He- Gone and again. You've got <laughs> to do it in an Irish accent, though. The- I can't do Irish accent. You do it. Now, go on. <sighs> Lucky Charms. They're magically delicious. <laughs> You've just insulted a whole race of people there. But go on. I have not. <laughs> go on. May the devil cut the head off you and make a day's work of your neck. Mmm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Nasty. Okay, so I'll give, you, I'll give you another actual one now. So in 1973, I'd hate to say it, but that is the year I was born. Just saying. Well, I was born before that, so... Yeah, fucking ages before that. In 1973, a group of archaeologists... And fuck me. In in 1973, a group of archaeologists... Got it. Opened the tomb of a 15th century Polish king. Now, when they... Obviously, there was supposedly a curse that was attached to this again... It was 50 years prior that King Tut's um, tomb was opened. And um, the European media actually really, really hyped up the fact that this was now going to be this this Polish king's tomb, um, whose uh, name was uh, King Casimir IV Jagilian. 
something, or something like, like that in Krakow, Poland. Anyway, um, they really hyped up the fact that this, you know, they that the people who were doing the dig, the archaeologists, I can't say that word today, <laughs> were really at risk of of a curse. And again, team members started to die shortly after the tomb was opened. And um, some, obviously, media outlets speculated that it was the curse. But later, they discovered that actually there was a deadly fungus that was living inside the tomb. And it was just that the people that went into the tomb were breathing in these spores from this fungus and then ended up dying of some lung illness associated with that. So I guess you still could a curse. say, yeah, I was going to say, I guess you could still say that it was cursed. I mean, here's the thing, right? Don't go into old places and you'd be all right, right? There used to be well, a thing, again, I think, that... That um, means that you're going to have a shit night if I'm not allowed to go into old places. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You're never going to get into my old place, let me tell you that right now. <laughs> you're going to be a celibate man for life. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, and don't think I wouldn't do it, neither. I know. I know. Here. You're actually quite young. May you die without a priest in a town with no clergy. Oh, Take that. That's another Ooh. one of them Irish uh-huh. uh, curses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, did you hear me sit, call you young then, by the way? Yeah, I you, heard you. you. Honestly, you look younger every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. That plane's already flown, so you forget it. <laughs> My girl here is on strike what now. What you said before about a plane? <laughs> Parking an aircraft or something? No, that was you. What was it? You're I a can't. dick. You said that it was gonna that I could be a hanger in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You hear this, y'all? Don't buy him coffees. Buy me coffees. <laughs> I still don't. <coughs> I still don't remember. Um, what I don't understand how oh, you in don't it. remember. No, 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 I honestly don't. You don't remember. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> don't worry. I will remember. <laughs> um, okay. There was, of course, the curse of the Hope Diamond. Um, that was actually um, that was actually you've, invented by. You've, go on. You've seen the Hope Diamond. Have I? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, in um in the Smithsonian. Smithsonian's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're right. I did. Yeah. Was it does Elizabeth Taylor get hold of that? No, I thought like that she did own it at one point that Richard Burton gave it to her, but he didn't. He gave her another um diamond there. Right, okay. Um which was ginormous and everything, but I don't know why I thought that she owned it at once. Although I think I wasn't the only one because I did look on the internet and try to get info, and I'm not the person that asks the question over and over and over on the internet. So, mm. okay, well, apparently the Hope Diamond again. Newspapers started all of this off, um, at, well, and jewelers really, uh, and they believe it was actually an intent to raise the value of the Hope Diamond. Started to report that it was cursed. Um, and in fact, uh, the French jeweller Pierre Cartier um, actually apparently um, capitalised on this and um, again used it to raise the price of the Hope Diamond. Now, um, the, sorry to interrupt you, but you do it to me all the time. Um, the diamond that Richard Burton bought for Elizabeth Taylor was from that same jeweller. So maybe that's where the. Um, oh, Cartier. 
Mm. So right. maybe, maybe that's where it kind of got mixed up in the retelling. Well, he wasn't the one who created it. Um, it was just at one point he owned it. I mean, like the Earth probably created it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on and give us another Irish one. Fine. Wait, may your obituary be wit. I sound like Elmer Fudd. <laughs> may your obituary be written in Weasel's piss. Nice. Nice. That, that's like a double-edged uh, mm. cuss and curse. Um, I mean, I would have was... never thought to insult somebody that way. No. Well, okay, let's, let's just deviate from this a second. The, if you believe in a curse, do you think the curse is more likely to have an impact on you? Well, yeah, I think that I think you know this happens a lot with like um, hexes and all that too. Where you know I wonder sometimes, and we do have you know um, Wiccan people and witches and all that that we kind of you know associate with or know now that we never knew before. But I really think that if you are a a suspicious type of person. And somebody said, I've put a curse on you, I've put a hex on you. If you really believe that, then it would be everything, wouldn't it? I mean, you could get out of bed, stub your toe that morning and go, oh, it's from that. Or, you know, you lock your keys in your car. I guess that doesn't happen too often anymore. But, but you know, and, 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 and you blame it on that. And so everything that starts to happen to you, you'll be blaming it on that. And it, and I think it probably would just get worse and worse and worse because, it, if anything, it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy, prophecy where you've convinced yourself that things are going to go shit for you, so they do. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of are therefore making your own luck type yeah. of thing. And you're just seeing things that maybe have happened to you before that were never ominous but now because you're thinking oh my god this person's so so really the stress of it would would induce even more yeah have you ever been in a situation whereby you're working and you're doing your job really well and then your boss comes along and starts watching what you're doing and all of a sudden all of a sudden you start making mistakes and and you know you've done this job day in day out for years never had a problem with it the minute the boss turns up you suddenly start making mistakes yep. and i wonder whether in a similar way that's that's kind of the same sort of thing because you know you're going about your day you might make the odd mistake but you don't really notice it because there's no one around to watch but the minute you start you you believe you're cursed you're concentrating on the fact now of the mistakes that you're making and therefore Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's attributed to the curse. Yeah. I mean, that's just my opinion and, you know, opinions are like assholes because everybody's got one, but I think it makes sense, you know. But anyway. <sighs> the um, In the uh, mid-20th century, the U.S. media began to note a pattern in mysterious presidential deaths starting with William Henry Harrison and ending with, J- with JFK. Um, basically every 20 years the country elected a president who would then die in office and actually when you look at it Harrison was the first president to die Um, he was elected in 1840 I'm not going to go through all of the years Good. but then you've got Abraham Lincoln James A. Garfield William McKinley 
Warren G. Hardin, Franklin D. Roosevelt, um, and then the only person to fall between um, Harrison and then um, JFK um, was Zachary Taylor. He he didn't die in office, but he's the only one. All of the others, every 20 years, died in office. Well, there was also some weird pattern hang, hang, to... Hang um, on a second. They believe that it was due to a curse, or, well, Ripley's Believe It or Not. Have you heard of Ripley's Believe It or Not? Mm-hmm. Quite a big thing, yeah. So in the 1930s, they claimed that the pattern was due to a curse. Um, Shawnee Chief, uh, I'm going to butcher this, so I apologise to anyone, uh, Tecumseh um, placed on Harrison and future presidents after Harrison's troops um, defeated uh, Tecumseh at the Battle of uh, Tippecanoe. Mm. Um, and so they believe that... that or certainly Ripley's believe it or not, believe that it was from that curse. At one point, there was also some sort of a pattern divulged at some point, I don't remember when, about the president's assassination attempts. They all seemed to be spaced. Um, There was a pattern to them, but I don't think that's true anymore. But, I mean, I'm just saying that's what I heard. Mm. Lay another one on me from those fine Irish folk. May the cat eat you, and may the devil eat the cat. Ooh. I mean, he'd have to be a pretty big cat to eat you, wouldn't he? Well, I don't know. We're not not talking about a little pussy cat that lives in your house. There's been cases, apparently, where people die at home, and their pussy cats, their little domesticated pussy cats, eat them. (laughs) There's a comment. The Irish sorcerers are thinking ahead again, as they wish you to get eaten not once, but twice, and after that, you still end up in hell. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the curse of Macbeth is quite a uh, popular one. You know, they say that you can't say uh, Macbeth in a theatre unless it's actually Macbeth that's being performed. You know, unless and they've got to refer to it as the Shakespearean play. This isn't a theatre, is it? I mean, technically, well, this is mm, no, exactly. We're kind of borderline exactly. nah, here. Well, I don't care because <laughs> you know, it doesn't make a difference to me. Um, but if, you said it, not me. So hey, if I didn't have bad <laughs> luck, I wouldn't have no luck at all. Well, isn't that the way the song goes? Mm-hmm. Um, but as a result, now people don't wish good luck. Um, to actors because they think that that's going to, you know, sort of pull in bad luck related to this Macbeth curse. So they tell them to break a leg. Uh, I've never understood that. I mean, that's pretty bad luck, isn't it? You know, if if you're actually wishing someone breaks a leg and they actually do. Mm. Um, that but, happened to you once, kind of, sort of, when you fell off the stage. I didn't fall off the stage. I was doing a gig and... You fell off. I was doing a gig, and it was a place in South Wales called Markham Miners Club. You fell off. And I'll never forget it. And it had a really high stage. Mm, And and you fell off. (laughs) I didn't fall off. Fell off. And it was, the stage was probably about five and a half feet off the floor. And Mm. me and and the guy who I was uh, singing with had radio mics. And we used to do this part of the show where we would run around the audience with the microphones and um, get them to sing back in on certain certain parts of it just as a as a bit of a laugh. And during this one song, I jumped off of the stage. Um, Fell off. I jumped off of the stage down t- onto the onto the dance floor, 
to um, to start taking the the microphone around the audience, and landed awkwardly and broke my ankle. You fell off, and then continued, and I did the rest of the show with a broken ankle. Shouldn't have fallen off. It would have been fine. I didn't fall off. I fell jumped off. off. Doesn't matter how many times you say it. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, this Macbeth. Um, you've totally thrown me now. Um, the it all comes from actually a cartoonist is believed to have started it by the name of Max Beerbohm, and he was a British cartoonist um, and critic actually, and he was born in eighteen seventies. And this was about three centuries after the first performance of Macbeth. Um, I'm just saying you've been saying that word an awful lot right now. It doesn't bother me. Okay. Um, anyway, he was annoyed that Macbeth, which was a very popular play, <laughs> um, was possibly uh, gaining too much traction and taking it, taking the focus away from other good works. Of, of uh, you know, other good works that could be going out. And I, as he was a critic, that was obviously affecting his job because he was just seeing reruns of Macbeth all the time. Um, and so he he kind of um, made up the curse, if you like, to try and stop that from being shown everywhere mm. um, so that it would encourage other plays to start. Did it work? Well, they're still doing Macbeth, what, 400 years later all the time? <laughs> so probably not. Well, I'll just have one thing to say to you. May you find the bees, but not the honey. Hmm. You ain't getting nothing out of my honey pot anymore. Mm-mm. Honey pot, you wish. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing Sorry, sweet it's about got, that. Th- this hanger honey pot's going to have freaking cobwebs <laughs> in it before you see it again. Let me tell you what. God, <laughs> <laughs> uh, i tell you what. <laughs> it, it's, uh, there's just too many too many things too many edits that could be made to this but now I can't that's right I, do you know what I really hope that people don't listen to this with their kids <laughs> I really do I, you're going to have to add that into the um, introduction you know yeah. our little music deal and yeah. be like this is not appropriate for children maybe I should actually <laughs> yeah maybe the explicit rating just isn't enough anymore <laughs> Especially now we're although, unedited because this, I used to cut a lot of this out because you can get pretty, you know, kind of um, more than borderline. I mean, you 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 dance across that border. <laughs> That's good. It's yeah. the only time I dance, but okay. <laughs> Go on in. Carry on. Read me another curse. May you be afflicted with the itch, but have no nails to scratch with. Ooh. I actually got you to scratch my back the other day because I could not reach the area that I needed to scratch. So I can I can really kind of get that. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's not nice. Do you ever hear of the billy goat curse on the Chicago Cubs? I don't know how popular this would be in... What's a billy goat sound like? Uh, probably the same as a nanny goat. Like what? I just wanted to hear you do it. (laughs) There was absolutely no point other than I wanted to be amused. (laughs) Little shit. (laughs) 
All right, well, you can kiss my ring. <laughs> so, um, yeah, have you heard of the Billy Goat curse on the Chicago Cubs? Mm-mm. Chicago Cubs baseball, isn't it? Because it's mm-hmm. about the World Series, and that's baseball, yeah? Yes. Right, cool, okay. I've only been, don't look at me like that, I've only been to one baseball game ever, and that was one you took me to. I know that. And then you broke my commemorative cup, but, you know, we won't talk about that again. Um, so there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of superstition and all that sort of stuff in sport, just like in the theatre. And uh, one of the most famous was supposedly the Billy Goat Curse. This was on the Chicago Cubs. So in 1945, a tavern owner named William Billy Goat Sionis was reportedly prevented from bringing his pet goat Murphy. His pet goat Murphy. He was, <laughs> he was probably an Irishman as well or certainly the goat was, into Chicago's Wrigley's Field to see the Cubs play the Detroit Tigers in the World Series. So supposedly, Sionis put a curse on the Cubs saying that they wouldn't win this or any other World Series ever again. Now, before this, the Cubs had only ever won the World Series twice before, once in 1907 and the other in 1908. When they lost the World Series in 1945, this was the year that they were cursed by Sionis, um, the curse gained credence. In 2016, when the Cubs won the first World Series <laughs> yeah. for the first time in over a century, the US media promoted the idea that the curse was broken. Yeah, because I was going to say, as you were reading that, I was going to say, but they did win. Mm. So, Well, the Billy Goat curse is similar to the curse of the Bambino, which supposedly began when the Boston Red Sox traded Babe Ruth in 1919 and ended when the team won the World Series in 2004. There's also rapper Lil B's curse on Kevin Durant, which Lil B issued in 2011 tweet and lifted in 2017 in another tweet. When the Golden State Warriors won the NBA Finals that year with Durant earning MVP, the sports media jokingly or not proclaimed that Lil B had helped by lifting the curse. So it's interesting that, um, you know, he lifted the curse and then, um, you know, they they then won. Um, that's quite a coincidence, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, kind of like a reverse curse. It kind of sucks, really, for the players, doesn't it? Because, you know, the players would say, fuck you, I played really well. It was actually, you know, my playing that, that you know, won us the game, mm-hmm. not someone lifting some curse. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done that thing whereby... Um, you're kind of waiting for something to happen and you go, one, two, three, go. Like that, and it doesn't happen. And, it, yeah, you, and, and then you're yeah. like, oh, any minute now. Uh, one, two, three, go. And it doesn't happen. But occasionally you get it bang on and you think you're like the all-seeing fucking oracle, don't you? <laughs> well, I'm usually watching you do it and it's <laughs> I do it not all working, the time. so... Uh, you know, yeah, but I'm just waiting for that. I'm just waiting for that time when I do it, and it does. It has worked on occasions. Occasions, not very often. <laughs> uh, I, I could do it now. She won't have sex with me tonight. One, two, three, won't. That works. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, now I have three more really rude Irish curses, but I don't really want to direct these at you, so. You'll understand why. I appreciate why. that. Thank you. Yeah. And it is, may you marry in haste and repent at leisure. So, you know. Oh, hang on a minute. Hang got, on a minute. No, 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 no. Let, <laughs> let me in on this now. Because I thought 
that you didn't want to direct it to me because you didn't want to hurt me. But, no, but, 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 but it was actually you were protecting yourself exactly. on that one. Exactly. Huh. I mean, a girl's got to do what a girl's got to uh-huh. do. Right. Okay. Next one says, may you get the runs on your wedding night. I mean, hey, this happens to you almost every goddamn day anyway. So. Thank you very much. <laughs> you can blame my fucking Crohn's disease on that. <laughs> okay. And one more. And then. Um, well, this has already happened. I'll be done. No, I've, I've, I've already done this one. This has already happened to me. What are you trying to say? I know you're not talking about me. Uh, uh, this this is, um, yeah, this yeah. is like, go on. May you marry a wench that blows wind like a stone from a sling. Yep, you definitely blow wind like a stone from a sling. I'm going to hit you with a stone from a sling in a minute. I can't believe you said that about me. <laughs> Of all the things we've said during this episode, that's the thing you can't believe. I can't believe you said that about me. You profess to love me. I do love you. Yeah, and then we get in here, it's like no holds barred, isn't it? <laughs> Walk in here, shut the door, and it's like... <laughs> no, 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 honestly. It's, it's funny because I fart a lot because uh, of my condition. A lot. You yeah. fart, and you try and you try and kind of like... Almost uh, will it not to have happened. Okay. You, know, okay. you okay, kind look. of like, you, you don't say anything, look. you're totally quiet, you <laughs> kind of look around the room as if to say, can I blame that on anything else? You know. Well, you well, know. Bryce moved you his get, chair. you got to be nonchalant about it. Yeah, but let know? me tell you something. When you're asleep and you do it, that's great because you fart, it's not like, and then you go, hmm. <laughs> It's totally different in your sleep. It's like um, <laughs> it's like that one paranormal activity, um, like the spoof on paranormal activity when <laughs> when she's laying in bed and she farts and the and, and the, the the blanket goes. Foom. Remember? <laughs> Do you remember the other night when you woke up coughing and the cover was on your head? No, you don't. No. Oh, you're oh, you're brilliant. You are. <laughs> You woke up the other night coughing and the cover was over your head and it was over your head because you farted, you giggled, and then I pulled the covers over you. (laughs) (laughs) And you woke up coughing. (laughs) You know what's going to happen to you? You're going to wake up in a fucking coffin in a minute. Yeah. No, all you've got to do to me is shove a cork up my ass during the night and by the time morning comes, I'll be in pieces around the room. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> or or the cork won't fly out at first, and you'll be like you know, like um. You better make sure you face my ass in the opposite direction if the cork like, is gonna if the cork is you, gonna fly. You'll out. end up like um the blueberry Oompa girl Loompa. and um <laughs> yeah like the blueberry girl. Oh, but then uh, the uh, who what, the blueberry uh, girl? Yeah, uh, Vic, uh, uh, Violet. Ah, uh, I can't remember her name. There was Violet. There was Veruca. Veruca Salt. It wasn't her. It wasn't her. No, she's the one that went. I went to Noompa Loompa. <laughs> yeah, she was the she was the um, spoiled one, wasn't she? Wow. Yeah, it was definitely Violet because she turned Violet. Yeah, Violet, you're turning Violet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, anyway, then the cork would fly out, and you would be flying all around a room like a balloon that you let the air out of, like that. How does a balloon sound when it flies around the room? I'm not doing it now. 
I'll do stuff on demand. No, I noticed that. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got to get going now. Fine. I'm. I'm thinking they're probably glad about this. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. No, it's been an interesting one. <laughs> Definitely. Um, well, we hope that you have enjoyed the show and that you've learned a little bit about curses. I certainly I didn't know that. Really, the majority of them. Sorry to kind of like bust your bubble on this one, but the. Um, the majority of them seem to have been invented by people rather than it being based on any kind of factual information. I think the only one is that one where they actually did go in with that um, Polish king where they went in and... Um, well, and but that wasn't even a curse, was it? I mean, that was just freaking nature doing its thing, creating well, yeah. some weird... Yeah, but, but everyone that went in there was then cursed with an affliction... Well, no, they just got sick. That's what happened. Yeah, okay, but see, you're the superstitious one. They didn't. They didn't get cursed with an affliction. They got sick. Should have kept themselves out of the tomb. Everything would have been fine. But I mean, no, I, d- I really don't understand what kind of makes people want to go into those things. Money. Anyway, well, yeah, obviously, but my my point is, is that. You know, I wouldn't walk down the street and see a grave and go, oh, I fancy taking a look in that. Well, Would you? I, no. Well, exactly. So somebody obviously does. Yeah, because there's a lot of gold in them there hills. That's the thing. Mm. They used to bury you with all of your, like... Wealth. Yeah. Yeah, because they believed that you'd take it on with you to your, your So that's life. why they want to get in them. I mean... Which obviously didn't happen. They didn't take the wealth with them because it was still fucking there when they turned up and opened it up. Duh. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying that. You know, I wonder how long that that lasted. You know, I wonder until they opened the door. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fuck no. Well, I'm talking about right. So imagine right in like year 100 or whatever, right? Because I don't fucking know when. But imagine that that someone says, "Hey, guess what." If you bury someone with their with their riches, they'll take it on to their next life, right? And then I wonder if a thief, you know, maybe a year or so down the line, because it could have just been a year or so down the line, hears that Joe Bloggs has been buried with his all of his worldly possessions, right? Did Goes, you say Joe Bloggs? I, yeah, because I'm I'm just talking about. You know, theoretical. Okay, right. right. Yeah, okay. So then Mr. Goes Joe Bloggs. So then goes and breaks into Joe Bloggs's tomb, yeah? Yeah. And he's going to see everything there, isn't he? And so, then he can take it off. Yeah, no, my point is, is so why didn't he then come out and say to all of the other criminals and everyone else, hey, guess what? You know when they bury people with their riches, yeah? It's still fucking there. We can go, we can go and raid all of these tombs now. But it didn't happen. No, because he didn't want anybody else to have it. He wanted to go around Mr. Joe Bloggs and do it himself. He wanted all the stuff No, for Joe himself. Bloggs is dead. You're getting confused with the Bloggses. This, this happens regularly, right? <laughs> the, Bloggs is the Bloggs is dead, right? He's he's the one who's who's taken his worldly Well, they must have thought he was amazing because when they buried his ass, look, at I bet he got buried with a whole bunch of... Nicked goods. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck has this guy got a VCR? Uh, he took it from Joe. <laughs> yeah, right. But you know what I mean, don't you? So I just don't know how. There must have been a thief back then that, that tried to raid a tomb or whatever and find the 
and find the gold? And why well, didn't it get out that the stuff was still there? Well, no. I mean, I think if you think about it, that back then, um, people really did believe in, like, gods and goddesses and vengeful spirits. Well, I mean, different... Different, I mean, you know, of course, it'd be the skeptic. It'd be me going, y'all are a bunch of idiots. And I would just go in there and get it and, you know, go grocery shopping. But, I mean, you know. You'd do well turning up with a crown grocery shopping. <laughs> uh, sorry, we can't break that, you know. <laughs> We've got no change for that. No, but I'm just saying, like, I think, I think back before people really started to, I don't want to say evolve, because, I mean, but... You know, there was a time when people really did believe that if you did something bad, something bad was going to happen to you. You know, the, the, but wasn't like their their neighbor that they were scared of. It was, you know, people really believed in the afterlife and you know what was going to happen if they didn't or did do something they should have or shouldn't have done. See, now, most people don't, like even I mean you've got different religions and a lot of people that are really religious, but I bet you that they are completely different to a couple thousand years ago. Mm. You know. Well imagine if there were aliens back there round around the time of the pyramids, right? And then King Tut dies, right? And the aliens who were like all knowing, you know, because they're several, you know, sort of millennia ahead of us theoretically along the along the time um i wonder if they were kind of watching them seal up the tomb with all of this gold and going yeah you go right ahead yeah go look at in there (laughs) yeah yeah all you're doing is making yourselves poor but you fucking go for it you could have sold that you could have bought a ship like we we got you know yeah right Um, that's that that's what they did all the aliens on their planet they already stole up all their precious metals and made you know uh, UFOs, we just bury it in the ground and leave it there. Yeah, and they were probably going back to their own planet and going, you never guess what those fuckers did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, they spend their life trying to get all of these riches and then when someone dies and leaves them a fuckload, they bury it. <laughs> you know, and they're like, no wonder they're so far behind us. <laughs> you know, they're down the alien pub having a right giggle, aren't they? Mm. Guess what? What? Time to go. Okay. Well, thank you once again for listening, guys. Don't forget, if you've got any questions for Richard or Ruth, then do drop us a line. Or us. Or us, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, drop us a line. Do that ASAP because uh, we will actually be recording it seven days after you listen to this. So you've only got, you know, a couple of days to get that into us. Yeah, I know it works, yeah? Yeah. But I need to get them in beforehand to collate them to give to them. So that's why I say only a couple of days. So so yeah. if you're hearing this on... Oh, um, let's just go. They can figure out the timeline, Derek. Yeah, 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 okay. All right, All right. yeah, thanks. Yeah, we're going to go now. No, don't forget, uh, you can get more information about the show and uh, get in touch with us via our webpage, which is www.wheelbackywonderful.co.uk. If you can afford to buy us a coffee, we would appreciate it. That helps, obviously, keep us afloat, like you heard earlier. Um, and other than that, I will bid you adieu. Thank goodness. I'm going to get you saying all of that shit one day. <laughs> yeah, you keep thinking that. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway... Don't forget to stay. (laughs) You fucking did it as well. 
<laughs> I knew you were going to do it. <laughs> uh, we had wacky wonderful. See you later, guys. Take it easy. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>